The EMS Garage is a production of emsradio.com. You can find us on Facebook. Just search EMS Garage. You can find us on Twitter at EMS Garage. Email us, emsgarage at gmail.com. Or call us, 303-720-6001. The EMS important thing you don't have to be a genius to be a podcaster and i think Thank you God. and i are living living proof amen of that, that. all right hey we want to talk about some other people we've got some other podcasters here from the promed network coming up to talk about their impressions as they walk around and we we have this is the first of 12 or 13 12 scheduled programs we're going to be doing here basically all the time you're in if you're in the exhibit hall we've got a show going on and you should come down and check out one of the episodes of uh gen med show is going to be here uh, we c- can you believe we got kyle david bates to come on and do a first few moments with us kyle david bates Hello, <sighs> amazing sir. kyle amazing. david bates um we got but we got natalie and jeremiah from the gen med show uh we're gonna have uh, of course you're doing ems garage i'm doing episodes of the medicast greg freeze is coming in to do ems educast so we've got a just a whole slate of 12 episodes back to back to back whenever the exhibit hall is going to be open we're going to be here doing that so when you're watching this if you're in the dallas area come down to ems expo and check out all the great stuff that's going on there it is if if you're close enough that you can uh, get to dallas at some point over the next uh, three days you should definitely jump in a car catch a plane train whatever and get down here Right. So, hey, hey, hello. There we go. What booth is that? We're waving. What booth? Do you have tchotchkes? Free giveaways. We like tchotchkes. So, so what we do is we actually have. I don't know if you guys realize this. We have the best in best in show swag contest for our finale episode Friday morning. Yes. Uh, Friday at noon. Actually, I think it is Mm -hmm. noon to one thirty. So we're actually one of the things we actually talk about uh, every show we do. This is best best swag in the show. And if and if people come up, we'll actually give them a prize for bringing us the best swag. Yeah, we'll so, actually let yeah. you. We'll give you guys some free press and uh, record it and make put you on the show for free. So there you go. Well, and I also wanted to thank EMS One for being EMS One is e- one of our yep. sponsors. EMS One, Zoll, uh, Zoll and Phillips. Phillips. We'll cut that out. We'll edit that out later. Yeah, I'm not going right, to do Kyle. that. <laughs> we'll edit I, it I don't out. Have enough time. <laughs> no, Phillips and Physio. Phil- <laughs> See, I got you doing it now. Right. Phillips. Can you tell Zoll, me? Can you write EMS. down the number? Or on the, no, no, on the screen, Jeremiah. <laughs> we're make like, a note of that. Like we need to cut that section out. Six minutes in, somewhere there. Oh, we're going to make an edit there. Right. Thank you. Uh, anyway, so I'm not kidding. Write it down because I'm going to be editing <laughs> it later. Got it. He's got it in his mind. He's uh, smart. Do you need a pen? You know, we're fine. Okay. okay. So we have Zoll, EMS One, and Phillips. And Phillips. Our primary sponsors, and actually, I want to let people know. I mean, if, if you're, uh, if if you, we do have a few slots open for some additional sponsor slots. If you'd like to sponsor one of the episodes, you get a free HD video of the sponsored episode. You get five minutes to come on and talk about whatever you want with the host yep. of the episode, and uh, we can provide that video back to you. 
as well. So um, and and what? It's like seven hundred bucks, which is cheap That's when you're cheap. considering ten thousand ten thousand uh, downloads minimum. And we also are putting all this stuff out on EMS1.com site. Partnering, and they with have them. like half a half a million hits a month. Or something yeah, it's crazy. crazy. So, it's crazy. so, so yeah. if you want some exposure, uh, we've got a couple of uh, vendor slots available. So yep. if you actually are listening to this and you're one of the people here as a vendor, you can come over and check in with us. We have a few slots open, and we'd love to have you be a sponsor of one of our episodes. I agree. So I think we should get some of our show so guests. Bring our people up. Um, Who are we going to bring yes. up first? Well, Kyle's closing his... Kyle, Kyle. Kyle David Bates, who, come who on I'm down. Going, who I'm going to beat tomorrow night in darts. Yeah, if you're listening to this, we're having a major dart contest. That well, starts not major. At, uh, it, it, it's, it uh, could be major. I'm going to be announcing. I'm going to like do a, a play-by-play. <laughs> on, I'm going to have my little Zoom H4 mic there, and I'm going to go ahead and record a live radio play-by-play. on my. I, I do it on my iPhone using Ustream. Will nice. Ustream a live pay, play-by-play of the dart competition? Well, okay. Kyle David Bates steps Kyle. up to the line. Consternation lives on this man's face. You know what's amazing about Kyle is a little known fact. When he was in college, he actually uh, got to go to the dart tournament for the World Poker Series. And uh, what, amazingly what, enough, what, they wouldn't let him in the chess club. Well, you know what was that? Oh, well, and, oh, oh, wow. 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 <laughs> and the smack talk continues. Smack talk continues. There we go. <laughs> so, Hey, Kyle, it's great to have you here. Thanks oh. for coming in and doing. You're going to do a first few moments episode with us on uh, Thursday. I on think. Thursday, yes. Excellent. you got to lean right in on that. Mike, right right, make, yeah, there we go. make it your friend. You gotta lick it almost. You gotta almost lick the okay. mic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Next topic. <laughs> Kyle, you've been you walked around when you got here. You, you're, what what are some of the things that that you definitely want to make sure you catch as you're walking around the show here and you've seen all the things? What are what are you looking to accomplish over the next two and a half days? I think some of the things that we're gonna look at really falls in line with the first few moments. We're gonna be checking out some of the uh, disaster management. Uh, program and programs and equipment that are out there, some of the various triage kits that are out there. Uh, look at some various uh, care um, equipment, such as you know um, immobilization devices and collars, and and uh, some roadway safety issues as well. Cool. So you're going to really catch in a bunch of different booths and, and seeing um, what what they've got set up there. Is there something that you, you really is there one place that you really want to see or one one particular thing that you you wanted to catch up with since you thought, knew you were going to be coming here? In terms of the exhibit hall, is there a specific of, exhibit or are you going? To, is there a specific uh, speaker or uh, event? A lot of the pediatric stuff I'm going to go to. Um, we're going to be launching in uh, October. Uh, PDU, uh, pedi-u.com. We'll be launching that website and podcast for pediatric specific education. Will that podcast be added to the ProMed Network? We're hoping to. Yes. Uh, there is no hoping. You, we will You're be. in, man. <laughs> Excellent. Just let us know when it launches. So um, what's PDU? Is it going to be? Well, we're hoping to uh, address a lot of the, the pediatric concerns a lot of providers have. Uh, if you notice in terms of EMS, there's not a lot of uh, pediatric education, uh, even from baseline and continuing education. So we're looking to put together a, a podcast to address some of those, those concerns, uh, more along the lines of assessment. You know, you know, what's sick, what's not sick, and why are they you know, along those lines? Uh, we're hoping to uh, get some various physicians on, some various uh, pediatric specialists as, as well to help us with that, that podcast. I'm looking forward to that. So you have to make sure you, uh, when you're ready to launch and come on, come on the MedicCast, and uh, we can maybe do an interview segment with you. You're the primary host. We got a couple of hosts. I'm the primary host, um, Dr. Lou Romig, and I are we recording the first episode in uh, mid-October. Okay, very cool. And uh, you can also find that on EMS Radio. 
Very cool. Yes. Well, and we're going to figure out some EMS Radio Pro Med coolness coming up soon. Not a problem. I love it. Not a problem. I think we will. Um, but also tell us a little bit about design and uh, why, why are you really here? I mean, you're here because we want you to help us podcast, but there's another reason you're here. You're actually uh, doing some kind of talk. Yeah, actually, I'm presenting two pr- uh, presentations on Friday. Okay. Uh, they deal with education and, and designing education along those lines. Uh, the first one is called Cheated. And it's how to create visual case studies. Uh, it's from a workshop that Greg Fries and I do called uh, Enhanced Visual Presentations. We, we, we've given them at a few workshops across the country uh, that shows people that a normal lecture doesn't have to be words. That we can actually work through, if you're going to talk about cardiac disease, you can actually work it from, the, from how we really do it in real life with a, a dispatch. And start with dispatch, start with our, our wow. call, our general impression, and work through all that aspects. And then what goes through your mind? You have a patient having chest pain. You know, you, you, go, you go through your assessment. Then you start thinking of all your di- uh, differential diagnoses. And that's kind of how we work. So why don't we teach it that way? So it does that. But not only through words, we actually show the folks how to take the pictures and, and photograph it for these visual case studies. And the lecture we're doing that I'm doing on, on Friday, the one is uh, the the cheated method, which is, is the method that we use to establish the program and give them some ideas on photography. And followed by that one is the art of education, which is using images in education. Uh, so it, it, we're going to talk about some fair use and some copyright out there, uh, where to get images, but we're really going to focus on photographic techniques because I'll tell you, most of the time it's just easier to go out and shoot the picture than it is to try to find it. And right. you're, you're going to save yourself a lot of uh, time and a lot of headache in terms of copyright. Very cool. And then, so are, are those the only, are, that's all you're doing? That's all I'm talks. doing. Just got, right. just got two. That's yeah, not so bad. And, and he's coming to do his show here. Well, and he's, he's going to come, come help us out. And, and then uh, he's going to lose to darts. And, and the darts, the darts. <laughs> Wednesday <laughs> night, 930. If you want to find out more about that and you're listening to this uh, sometime Wednesday morning and you want to come, mm-hmm. it's open to anyone to come along. We found a really great little hole in the wall kind of place that's got uh, cheap drinks. Cheap drinks and and a lot of fun dartboards and Dart, a dartboard, and a, a dartboard possibly two. We've been practicing. You we, guys cheat. That's cheating. That's it's not, not cheating. cheating. I, I don't have a dartboard to throw at. So I throw at the cat, but my wife gets upset. Well, or, or throw at the cat. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, no, uh, you can find it if you search the hashtag EMS Expo on Twitter. You'll be able to find it. Or if you don't, then ask one of us here at the booth. Follow or follow Geeky Medic. Yes. Pod medic, image medic, Ms. Paramedic, Jeremedic. I, I'm thinking there's a, a lot of medics. There's a lot of medics. And then yes. at Carissa O. Ooh, Carissa O. Carissao. That's the best way to spell it, though. <laughs> All right. We, I love Carissa. She apparently hates me, but I love her. <laughs> and, and then we have Anne. We don't have a name for yet. We don't have a name. We're going to come up with a clever, clever Nurse, tag. Nurse-ish type name. Yes. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Uh, well, thanks for joining us. Thank Kyle, you Kyle, yes. Kyle, thanks a lot. Right on. And, and while Kyle's stepping out, we're going to have like, Jeremiah and Natalie come up and yeah, talk sure. with us a little bit. And um, uh, Gen Med. Gen Med from the Gen Med show. You know, I, I, one of the things I'm really excited about, not only are we putting all, all these shows on here and we have all these podcasters, I mean, one thing that occurred to me was where were we a year ago? Oh man! I mean, it, it, there's three been sh- so four much, shows. Yeah, I know. It's I mean, crazy. Brand, brand new shows that have come up just since then. And a year ago, we were in Atlanta at EMS Expo 2009. Yes, uh, it was the first time we podcasted live at any event. 
like this and this kind of layout where we did a bunch of shows. Um, we've ramped it up. We're probably doing twice as many episodes this year. We've got right. brand new shows that have come on just since then. And last year, a young lady traveled to yes. Atlanta just to see us, just me. to come see Chris. <laughs> just and it was Natalie. And now she's a podcaster on the network. Um, she's one of the founders of Gen Med Show, the Mutual Aid TV uh, from uh, the Chronicles of EMS uh, kind of network there, program. And uh, so we have Natalie and Jeremiah, also known. A lot of you might know Natalie as Ms. Paramedic from Twitter. And Probably. he was probably one of the most prolific EMS tweet, tweeters, tweet, tweeties, tweet something. Twitterers. 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 Uh, you know, it's just the problem because we're into social media and we still don't know what to say. I, it's a problem. I don't know. I'm going to Make the Make sure you lean right up on that mic. Who now. cares? Is this better? Almost it's like you're licking up, it. Honey. Like you're Almost licking like it. I'm licking it? Yes. Yeah, okay. okay. That's close so, enough. Natalie, oh, too close. What, what's your impressions? Last year, you came down to Atlanta. You, you made the trip to EMS Expo. You hung out in the booth and helped us out a good bit. Now you've got your own, several of your own shows. You're working uh, one of the, probably one of the biggest up-and-coming talents in EMS broadcasting and what we're doing, but also uh, just putting together new things and staying active in social media. But what were your what are your impressions this year compared to last year? You know, last year I find that it wasn't it wasn't as popular. There weren't that many EMS people on Twitter and Facebook and such. And and this year, since maybe January or February or so, since I mean Chronicles came out and the new shows have been starting, I've seen a lot more younger people, and even not younger people, but just people from different generations coming on and using the social media to connect with people. And that's what it's about, is connecting with people. And that's all I wanted when I started this a year ago. I just wanted to be able to talk to people who like the same things I did. And now, I have a great forum. I can go onto Twitter and just say, ambulance. And people are like, yeah, ambulance. It's just, it's so great. And I'm, I'm excited to see it grow like this. So, uh, and we have Jeremiah here, Jeremiah Bush from the Gen Med Show and Mutual Aid TV. Jeremiah, welcome. This is now this is your first time here. Is it your first time in an expo or an event like this? No, not exactly. I was just over um, in San Jose two weeks ago at the TAC Response Conference, and uh, this is actually similar to TAC Response. We've got fire and police right next to each other, mixed in with EMS. So uh, it's sort of following that same theme. Now, walking around the hall earlier today. You got to see a bunch of things. What caught your eye? What what leapt out at you as a trend or something you see going on here that, that, that you're interested in learning more about over the next two and a half days? Well, right next to us at uh, Road Rescue, they have some of the forward-facing seats in the patient compartments, which, um, you know, we, we have a lot of friends from uh, other parts of the globe, and we know that um, in Europe they've been doing that for quite some time now. So it's nice to see the U.S. manufacturers doing that. And, um, Chris, you and I were just talking, you were going to be purchasing some ambulances with the forward-facing seats. So it'll be nice to see um, more manufacturers come out with that. That's something I want to try and actually sit in the patient compartment and see how that, you know, works when it comes down to care. Right. Because I've only seen them. I haven't actually worked on them yet. But that's nice. And a few other vehicles. There's um, small off-road vehicles that have been converted into um, rescue vehicles for wildland firefighters and um, uh, SWAT situations. So that's, I mean, it's difficult to tell. People are still setting up, so we don't really know what's out here yet. But from what I've seen, uh, the black ambulance over there that was, uh, or was it a SWAT it's a vehicle? SWAT. It's a SWAT, SWAT vehicle. Yeah, it was all armored up. I've oh. claimed it as mine. It looks like a Decepticon, and I want it. <laughs> <laughs> the that's Decepticon awesome. ambulance? Yes. Transformers? 
Oh, don't even. Sorry. Are you gonna sing the song? More than meets the eye. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am a bit of a loser. Kyle, Kyle, Kyle David Bates is out there doing the loser symbol. Yeah. The thing. Here's the thing. I got to qualify too because I knew there was a song. I kn- well. <laughs> so I know. There you I go. know. But you get extra points for knowing the words. Too. Yeah, I know. I know. Tell, Tell us a little bit about, um, I guess, Natalie and Jeremiah, between the two of you, uh, tell us a little bit about what's uh, coming up from Gen Med Show this week. you got two episodes that you're doing. We're going to be doing two shows, one on Wednesday and one on Friday. Um, did we work out which what the schedule is going to be? Not yet. Not yet. Two episodes. One is going to be about the expanding roles of EMS professionals, sort of a, a retrospective on um, an EMT or a paramedic 20 years ago what was expected of them, both educationally and performance-wise, and what is being taught and expected of professionals today. Oh, my God, I'm going to be on that show. You're going to be on yes. that show. Because I'm old, apparently. I think so. I'm going to be on that show, too. Yes. Right on. Very cool. Wait, uh, is it going to be just like this, only bigger and but better? You guys are going to be over here, and we're going to be over there? Yeah. Probably. Cool. Yeah, maybe. I like that. And then the uh, other episode is going to be about um, student and preceptor strategies, different uh, learning strategies, uh, Ways to obstacles, become, yeah, obstacles that preceptors and students deal with. Um, I'm nearly finished with my paramedic preceptorship. Um, we have two of our friends, April and Scott, who we just met outside. They're going to be the guests on our show. He's a Scott's a preceptor. April is in her internship. So now I have to stop here for a second. I hear I understand your preceptor is a real pain to work with. What, you like know, evil. I heard she was evil, mean. Evil, oh. mean. Priest. Watch what you say, boys. You still have two shifts left. <laughs> two, two, two more days. So there are so some. There are obstacles, much. and then there are obstacles. <laughs> there, there, there are obstacles, and then there are uh, then there are entrenched fortresses. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Uh, no, it's it's actually going quite well. It's interesting having a. Um, oh, do we even explain? Mutual aid? People don't necessarily know No, I don't know even know that. what, no, no, I know what about, mutual we, aid we is. We aren't doing an episode of mutual aid here, obviously, because it's a different kind of formatted show. But talk about mutual aid. Tell us, that's your newest uh, project, and I'm really excited about the concept of it. It's an interesting little project. It sort of falls in line with um, the, uh, the, the co-EMS theme, the Chronicles of EMS. But basically, um, I'm a paramedic student, nearly finished with my preceptorship. And I'm from Southern California, the Los Angeles area. And I was having trouble finding a uh, department or a company to host me. Well, I happen to know Natalie, and she lives 1,800 miles away in rural Louisiana. And we thought, well, you know, let's see if we can get this to work. She contacted her, her bosses. I called my school. We got the deal worked out. And so I actually left my system to go precept in a completely different environment as far as hospitals and field resources and scope of practice and really everything different from what I'm used to. And we turned it into a little show. So it's up on YouTube. It's uh, affiliated with Chronicles. It's it's coming along pretty nicely, actually. It's been an adventure. It's been an adventure. But, well, can, but can I say something? Can I ask a question, though? I mean, I think the idea behind what you're doing is interesting because just in some of even our local education systems where they're turning out paramedics they're having a hard time finding places for paramedics to precept did you really find it that much different or were you like oh well it's all medicine the system's a little different the way they respond to call may be different but boy the uniform is different but by and large we're all still they're all still patients they're all still heart attacks they're all still you know the same types of patients you learned in school you just have to treat you may just have to do things just a but tad bit different. you have to think about the system that he came from was an urban system and this is rural and our resources are different and 
our staff is different. We have language barriers. We obviously speak French as well. So there's a lot for him to have to learn. Mm. And we're very, as a medic, you work alone in, in rural Louisiana. It's you and your EMT. Where he's from, it's him and about eight other firefighters who are also paramedics. So, right. and, and the way they taught us in school is to be... Um, to be almost as an attending physician to delegate and say, you know, you get IV, you push this drug, you get that. Right. And then I mean, even in, in class, our instructors would tell stories of coming on scene, doing like a very basic primary assessment, and then waiting in the ambulance. Because you'd have people bring people to you already packaged and already ready. Oh, my god! Where we go to this system? <laughs> Those where, of us from the rural system, like, wow. Natalie, are just going, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, try doing CPR, pushing drugs, and ventilating a patient by, your, yourself by yourself in the back of an ambulance. Yeah. For, for 40 minutes. Yeah, right. so. exactly. I'm waiting for that foot pedal bag valve mask. Feel like the one-man band, you know, <laughs> we where I'm set banging that up. my knees together. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> well, well, we're musicians. We should be able to set that up somehow, get a, get a drum pedal, you know? Yeah, are, yeah. are we on that? Can we do a graphic of that? You know, graph, you know. The, I think there should be a cartoon. We, we should do, like, we could get Steve Barry Ma- to do Ma that. commercials. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> Ma- uh, uh, uh. <laughs> no, but, but oh, what yeah. you were saying, Chris, it is patients are patients. Right. And disease processes are, they just are. That's universal. But you do treat them differently based on what you have available. And there are definite differences in what's available in her system compared to mine. And just... Yeah, when I first got there, we would get dispatched to calls, and I'd say, "Okay, well, I want to do this." And are they people? Are they already on scene? And she's like, uh, "No, no, it, no, no, no police, no we fire." Don't, we don't have that. No, right. and and so your your strategy of treatment, your uh, transport decision, what you want to do on scene versus what you want to do in route, it completely changes because, I mean, in my system, we would have you know a hospital five minutes away, and we would treat a lot on scene, and we would do diagnostics on scene because. If we roll up on a chest pain, we want to find out actually if it is a STEMI, because I have three STEMI centers to choose from, and I want to know which one's the closest, which one has a cath lab available now versus later. 95% of her patients are going to go to the same hospital, and that hospital might be 45 minutes away. So they often show up with very little gear, just kind of get someone loaded and do it en route, because everyone's going to go to the same facility, and there's no sense wasting time because... You have time you, you, while you're driving. You have more than enough time while we're waiting. Where in my system, you'd be lucky to get an IV and one set of vitals by the time we're in the back of the ER. So yeah, just differences there. But by leaving my system and going to work somewhere completely different, I feel like I'll be able to go back home as a, a, a more rounded provider, being able to have worked on both sides. And in those cases where um, resources may be low in a mass casualty situation or... Um, you know, just when equipment malfunctions and you have to improvise a little bit, I will have experienced a, I don't want to say, uh, bare bones. a bare bones system. But, you know what I mean? Something, right. something to fall back on, at least. Very nice. And it's just an adventure. You know, it's yeah. interesting you bring all that up because I think it's important for people to understand how the different systems are laid out. And I know in my system, one of our biggest challenges for BLS providers is that we have ALS chase vehicles that arrive on scene, often getting there before the ambulance does with the BLS providers. And so uh, they get very – their initial assessment and, and diagnostic skills get soft because the paramedics have already set the patient up. If it's a BLS patient, they're already ready for transport. Initial vitals are done. The diagnosis has been made. You've got a paramedic handing off a patient to you. All you're going to do is follow up vitals on the way to the hospital. How do you keep your assessment skills 
solid in that situation. And it's one of the biggest challenges we have in our system for our for our EMT basics is to is to keep their assessment skills in play. Uh, you know, I, if I have a patient that doesn't that doesn't need uh, you know a lot of immediate intervention, I'll do my initial assessment. But if they're stable and nothing else needs to be done for them, and it's going to be a BLS transport, I I will make the BLS provider start from the door and do the whole thing because that's the only way to train them. But you're right. I mean, different systems are set up in different ways because of unique, different situations about how their mutual aid is set up, how their uh, response are they fire based, are they EMS based? There's just so much about it. So I'm, I'm really intrigued about the project. I'm hoping that it can expand and we can even get better, more looks at other systems. As well. Oh, well, I'm moving to the West Coast soon, so there'll be the, the reverse to mutual aid. It'll be me in an urban system, which should be very interesting. Uh, little Miss Paramedic in the big city? Yes. Yes. It's a long name. It is. Probably yeah. should come up with something a little, right, right, little, little snappy. <laughs> anyway, well, thanks for joining us, guys. I really appreciate it. Um, thanks, we are apparently running short on time because our production assistant says so. And we need to get Carissa on. And yes. we need to bring yes. Carissa. Yes. She's so like, oh, um, while so we're waiting for Carissa O'Brien to come up, I'm just you guys can check out. I'm actually, I'm going to be posting on the MedicCast uh, site at MedicCast.com slash blog. We'll be putting up a, uh, the schedule of this. I also will be putting that schedule up on the ProMed Network uh, blog, uh, blog.promednetwork.com. So, you guys can see what when the shows are going to be produced, who's doing what, when. Well, that'll all be posted so we can get that taken That's care off. of. That's off, by the way. It's not... Re- yeah. <laughs> I'm glad we got two things recording. Thank God. Thank like God. Like part of it. So, anyway, yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, well, we'll deal with it. Yeah, the camera shut off. It's dead. Wow. 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 Okay. How did the camera shut off? <laughs> I don't know. It's okay. We're still recording, so it's we're all recording right. the audio. We had a little technical there, and, and Charlotte's coming up. Charlotte's going to come up and sit Charlotte! with us here. Come on up, Charlotte. Come on up. Come on up. Sit down on the end here on the red the red microphone. You know, we, sorry, we're going to put you her on your pink phone. You're busy. Oh, you'll be fine. But we're going to look at our look at the sign. Do you love it? Yeah, it's <laughs> okay. good. We're just talking. We're talking to Charlotte from Zoll. So she's coming up from the Zoll booth, and she's telling us that she has to go back. So we understand. It's great to see. You. We're going to see you later tonight. Eight o'clock House of Blues. Yes. But if you guys can, if, if you had video, you'd actually see that um, well, this, this old podcast studio. We'll, we'll definitely we'll be posting that. And uh, all week, we're going to be recording here and uh, just from the live from the old podcast studio. And so, again, thank you for sponsoring this event and helping us to bring all this stuff there. And, and uh, we're excited. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank so, you very much. Carissa. Is now here, Chris. You and I have been working long and hard on bringing this project together. Yes, we have. And and, and uh, you and I, and I think our our spouses probably think we talk way too much on the phone. Do you get that sense? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. What are you talking to Jamie again? Right? Yeah, I get the same thing. Um, You're talking to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Actually, come on. You Only guys have been around me enough. You know I do talk to myself. But <laughs> If I don't answer the phone, he has to talk to someone, Chris. Oh, well, that's good. Oh. <laughs> I, and I, so I just pretend I'm talking to Carissa. Right. Um, Carissa, tell me a little bit about what you think. Uh, we're, what, what is this effort here in the podcast studio trying to accomplish here at EMS Expo? You know, I, I think we're, we've got a great opportunity here to bring some... Uh, some fantastic messages, stories from the show floor back home to 
um, thousands more that unfortunately can't be here this week. We're going to meet hundreds and, and uh, well, thousands really of, of great professionals that are working in the field every day, EMS leaders that are making the decisions that are shaping the future. And uh, But there's a, there are a ton more that, that just can't be here physically. And so I'm excited that uh, we're going to be sharing so much of the content that will be here um, with everyone. So those that are on site are going to get a great experience being here live at the show and, and meeting and, and networking and, and um, having some time and exposure with the vendors and exhibitors on the show floor. But then um, we're going to make sure that through our efforts, those stories get told to everyone else. So I'm excited about and, that. And it's really exciting. I mean, we've talked to a lot of vendors. Of course, we have Zoll came in and sponsored the, the, the overall studio. Exactly. We have Philips as well and yeah. EMS1.com. Uh, so we're really excited about just finding new ways to get this information out to people. Mm-hmm. And the partnerships that have been formed here are really exciting. Mm-hmm. As you walked into the hall today and you've been looking around, what is catching your eye? What, what, are, you, what are you looking to figure out here at... Uh, EMS Expo over the next two and a half days. Hmm. You know, I'm, it's always interesting walking into uh, the EMS exhibit floor. Obviously, the the apparatus and the vehicles always catch your attention. They're so shiny and pretty, like you. <laughs> Aww. Aww. Okay, that was, that was awesome. <laughs> I, I, I'm here, but, you know. And then there's me. Aww. <laughs> no, but, re- re- but really. But re- um, okay. <laughs> and then. No, I'm uh, I'm excited to see what's new. I've heard about some some innovative products that are you know either newly launched or going to be launched um, here and soon after the show. So I'm excited to to see some of those, get my hands on them, and and hopefully talk about them a little bit during some of our programs this week. So I'm really excited about that, and I'm excited to see what some of the exhibitors are doing that's different this year. Um, I think everybody is um, you know is realizing some of the opportunities that that you know podcasting is just one example. Some of the opportunities that we're creating as far as branching out and and, um, you know, reaching more more folks through social media um, and through through our programs, and I'm excited that we have folks like Zoll and Phillips and EMS One that have you know really see the value in that and and see um, how exciting it is to tap a very targeted and very smart and devoted listening audience. Um, and so I'm excited to kind of get that word out a little bit more to um, to the ex- other exhibitors that um, have expressed interest and, and are just sort of, sort of learning what it's all about. And so we're gonna we're gonna have a lot to show them here this week. Um, it's gonna be a great education for us and for them. And so I'm I'm really excited that we're kind of taking that next step, another show and, and another opportunity. Oh my God, she is eloquent. <laughs> That's Dear why we have you know, you know you and she I is, sit here and I'm um like, and oh uh, and um and then she didn't even Chris um comes on and. She doesn't even have a show <laughs> wow. and look at her. So I was just like, holy cow. And this I, is on I, two I doses why. of Benadryl. I know. Okay. Wow. The secret, folks. Amazing. The secret to good broadcasting. <laughs> Krista, you know, you made a comment about another show one year ago. Mm-hmm. Not Just about what? Actually, more like 11 months ago. Yeah. We were in Atlanta. We talked with uh, we talked to Natalie about this earlier. We were in Atlanta just doing this for the first time. We'd all come together really through social media. Mm-hmm. And and mm-hmm. I think we're we're a an example of the power yeah. of how that brings minds together and helps people with like interests come together to make something even better than they could do by themselves. Yeah. This is a prime example of that. But here we are a year later. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine, is there, is there an impression you have about how just things have changed, how far we've come? Does it seem like it's been just a year? <laughs> it does not seem possible that it's been a year. I mean, 
just I was just listening earlier when you were talking with with Natalie about it. it I I guess I hadn't really thought about how much has changed, um, but yet. I think it's because it feels so natural. We formed a, a really great team, and we've been doing some exciting stuff. Um, we're, you know, we have so many more ideas that we want to roll out and have plans to roll out in the coming months. And so, it's um, it it's it's natural. It feels like a really exciting development for us and for the industry. Um, but yeah, it's amazing how far we've come in just a year. That we've got so much more programming, so much more content. And, um, and a team of, of smart and driven folks that are excited to, to bring more to EMS and, and, and bring more people into that collaboration. So, yeah. So we're going to get this out and have some people listening to this as they come. Uh, maybe they're in the area, in Dallas area. They've got mm-hmm. some uh, a day off coming up on uh, Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday this week. What would you say to that person about EMS Expo that in their own backyard and you get an opportunity for a show like this? Oh, I, you know, I cannot stress enough how much of an opportunity it is. If if it is something that's within reach, make yourself make your way over here because, like I said earlier, there are thousands of folks that would love to be here um, each year. It's you know one of the largest events in EMS and, and can't for whatever reason. Um, if if it's within your grasp, come come down here and get in here because just the people alone are the the greatest opportunity the networking meeting your peers meeting your mentors meeting folks that you've heard about and learned from for decades or for a couple years or a couple months but you know they're all convening this week in this one location and that's an opportunity you just don't pass up Um, and then you look at all the the companies that are here um, new products um, innovations the sessions uh, the CE credits. I mean, there there couldn't be more reasons to come down here. And even if you just come by and swing on, you know, swing through on a free expo pass, which I know are still available, it's it's worth it to get into the show floor. Right. Come visit us and um, and and talk about uh, what's going on in your EMS world. Well, and I think the cool thing that we can bring to everything that we're doing. Uh, from bringing people into the show and things like that is important for me is just seeing the camaraderie and seeing people from all over the United States and apparently internationally is what Scott told us today Mm -hmm. uh, that want to be a part of this and it's kind of like a big EMS club. We just don't let everybody know that. <laughs> and but it's a lot of fun from that from that angle too. That you get to come, you get to see the cool new things, you get to see the big trucks, you get to see the lights, you get to eat, and just really commiserate with people from everywhere and find out how they're doing it. And you know, sometimes you can listen to podcasts and things like that. But sometimes it's just fun to just hang out and just be with those people too, because mm-hmm. um, you quickly recognize that. Things are not that different, even if you have thousands of miles between you. And you said networking, and people might be thinking, oh, "Networking? That's just for the chiefs." <laughs> but, you know, the that's chiefs, right. The chiefs network. Um, but I'm just, a, I'm just a street medic. Three martini. I'll be honest. First of all, there's no such thing as just a street medic or just a street EMT. But if you come to an event like this, you're missing out on one whole section of the opportunity. If you don't mm. take an opportunity to introduce yourself to the people that are walking next to you, yep. Read their name badge. We all have them. 
right? You get these name badges, read their name badge, see where they're from, and ask them what they do. Find out about their system and make a friend. And if you have a card or you have a card, share, swap cards with each other. I can't tell you how many people I've met at events like this that have become lifelong friends. Mm -hmm. And we keep in touch. And then, you know, I've talked about this in the past on the Medicast where I've, I've talked about the importance of networking and events like this mm -hmm. because if you end up looking for a job a year from now and you've met a couple of people from other systems that you'd think you'd like to work next, alongside them, you have those cards. You have those connections. It's another benefit to just the guy on the street from coming to the events like this is meeting other guys on the street from other parts of the country, other parts of the world, and then finding finding those connections and keeping them and really you will build friendships because we are one big club i mean we right. really are yeah. i mean when you meet a I, I can't tell you if i've met a paramedic from denmark or a paramedic from the uk and we sit around and talk we tell the same kind of stories <laughs> well and i always i've always said in ems you have to be nice to everybody because you never know who your next boss is going to be and i think that that's very important <laughs> Uh, well, Carissa, I can't thank you enough for everything you've done to get us here. I bow down to your awesomeness and your marketing genius to really pull us all together and, and pull this fabulous team together because, uh, in my mind, it really is one of the best teams in, in EMS media, bar none. And I'm going to, I'll say that till I'm blue in the face, but I really believe that, that we're really coming into our own. And uh, last year, I was just the guy that somebody called, and I went, oh, I know some people. We'll just get them all together. And you guys have really made it happen. So thank you and Jamie both, because uh, we wouldn't be here without you. So, well, and people, you know, you're used to hearing my voice. And, and what you don't realize is the, the scope of things it takes to bring an event like mm -hmm. this together, to, to be oh. able to put on 12 live radio show, TV show episodes <laughs> at an event like this, to bring all the people together to do it, to bring the sponsors together together to do it you guys hear me every week and you're like uh, jamie you know i know i know jamie i know what he does carissa you have just been a force behind the, the the surf under the surface behind the wall whatever you want to say you've just gotten so much done and and you're really i think largely responsible for helping us to pull this together as a social media as a social media person in in, in the ems marketplace queen. you're like queen. social media queen of ems <laughs> i think oh that's good yeah. if, if that was a foursquare thing we could we make could, her the could, social media queen of ems right anytime there. we're near her we'll just we'll just click yeah. i'm near Check carissa in. I'm, just, I'm checking I in would, i'm at carissa I just, i'm the, I'm the mayor of carissa <laughs> That's a little weird. I think she should be. I think she should be her own mayor. I do, I'm just saying. Hey, she can check in with herself anytime she wants. And on the next episode of the Metacast, we'll be talking about geolocation and how to check in with Carissa. We're going to have like a little blinking light on your head. So we're like, oh, I'm near Carissa. Check in. Is this like Where's Waldo? <laughs> I'm my own hotspot. Ooh. <laughs> I'm going to leave. And on. And on. And Anne yes. was worried that she and Carissa weren't going to get along. Yeah. I'm like, that just sounds like what Anne would have you know, said. Uh, I know. Uh, okay. So on, on that note, <laughs> on, on the Carissa hotspot note, let's go ahead and uh, wrap things up here. Uh, Carissa. So where can people find you out on the internet? I am going to be tweeting like mad, yes. especially this week, but I pretty much am all the time. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Carissa O, C-A-R-I-S-S-A-O. I'll be tweeting like crazy. Um, you can find me at BaselineVitals.com, where I uh, blog about EMS. And... Uh, that's about it. Yeah, I'm pretty much everywhere in the social realm. You can find me at Carissa. You did a you did a 
thing this weekend. I mean, you were at this kind of yeah, large... Yeah, we had PodCamp Boston this weekend. Oh. Yeah, there have been over 100 PodCamps in the last five years, and it all started with a great idea that my friend Chris Bergen and Chris Penn had to create a pod camp around people and ideas just like ours and what we're doing here this week. So I was there learning learning more and sharing more about what we do this weekend in Boston. And, and apparently serving lunch, according to your tweets. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I've turned into sponsor extraordinaire, so we got uh, one of our local eateries to, uh, to sponsor our lunches, and we were nice. having... Having fun and filling our bellies and our minds. <laughs> Excellent. That's always the best way to do it. Well, it's it's great to have you here. This is our pre-show. We're just kind of talking about expectations for Expo, and, and uh, we're going to have a lot more coming out. Your tweets, um, our short daily videos that we're going to be putting out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also find all, a lot of other good content over. I'm going to be posting links over at ProMed Network, uh, the, the blog.promednetwork.com site. Also, medicast.tv. So um, that'll be where I put some things out. Of course, EMS Garage will be things coming out there. EMSGarage.com. Yep. And, of course, I want to go through the Twitter people again. Ms. Paramedic, msparamedic.com. We've got Jeremedic, J-E-R-A-M-E-D-I-C. Image Medic, Kyle David Bates. We've got Carissa O., the Pod Medic. I'm, you can find me under Pod Medic on Facebook and Twitter, and a Geeky Medic here, uh, Chris Montera. I'm Jamie Davis, the Pod Medic, and I think we should wrap this thing up yep. and say that we're going to be here all the rest of this week with some of the best coverage from EMS Radio, ProMed Network, and from the Zoll Podcast Studio. Well, okay, thanks, and we're going to go with the loud thing behind me. Bye.